In a world of remakes, reboots, and really bad films. Two voice actors set out to restore light to the darkness. Get ready for... Mockbusters. But just one second, this is a comedy podcast. In each episode, our dynamic duo will be given a random genre, some film titles, and just a few short hours to put together the ultimate trailer for their creation. But by gosh, there's a twist. They'll also be receiving wild and wacky demands from their executive producers, which they are contractually obliged to abide by. So will their movie be thrown out as trailer trash or awarded the prestigious title of Mockbuster? Please welcome your hosts, Jack Ayers and Matthew Biddulph. Hello and welcome to Mockbusters episode 4. How the are you feeling awakens. today, Matt? I'm not too bad. How about yourself, Jack? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I've committed a slight recording cardinal sin, though, oh. this morning. What are you doing? You know, it's sort of like an unspoken rule that you're not supposed to eat lots of dairy before you record. Oh, you haven't. I just kind of thought, yeah, bollocks to it, and ate a dirty great cheese toasty minutes before starting this. So, <laughs> sorry if you can uh, if, if you can hear my cheese-coated lungs. Oh, but, dear. You know. I had muesli without milk this morning, Jack. The sacrifices <laughs> I make. And you're there with your cheese toasty. Honestly. Yeah. Without further ado, I suppose it's time for us to draw our fourth genre from the plot device. Oh, go on then. Have you got anything you're particularly looking for today, Matt? Anything um, you really want to do? I'm a bit raspy today because I did I did a lot of screaming on a job yesterday. So nothing that involves screaming. That would be ideal. I have actually added a few random categories for you today, one of which is screaming. <laughs> yeah, we've got heavy metal oh, wicked. in there yeah, as great. well. Okay, so without further ado, let's give it a spin. Ooh. Okay, okay, so... I don't think you're going to be displeased with this one because I think you can choose whether or not you're going to you're going to have lots of screaming in this okay. one. Okay. The category we've drawn from the plot device this week is crime. Crime. Ooh. Crime. Oh, I'm excited for that. So it's not your stereotypical genre, but you know there's there's a lot of precedent, you know, you could go you could go gangster movie. I suppose, you know, like, even like Wolf of Wall Street and stuff, you could kind of yeah, call you can, it, crime. It, yeah, like Guy Ritchie sort of lock, stock and two smoking barrels, kind of comedic sort of crime. Well, indicative of what our crime film will be about, I suppose, will be our film title. Would you like to hear what we've got to work with this week, Jack? I can't wait. All right, plot device, what you got for me? Okay. All right. Yeah, these these are pretty good. Okay, right, title number one. Lost Slaves. Lost Slaves. I don't know what it is with the plot device and slaves. Last week we had, what was it, Slaves as in something. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what that was. It's got a thing about slaves. Is it trying to tell us something? It's uh, it's it's trying to communicate to the listeners that it's it's indebted to eternal servitude to us to be used for two minutes a week on the podcast and then put yeah. under a dusty sheet for the rest of the time. It's it's why it's it's a cry for help. Title number two, the silent game. 
That sounds a like a Sherlock game. Holmes novel, doesn't it? Yeah, very Conan Doyle. The silent Game. Title number three, Gate of Danger. Gate of Danger? Yep. Not to be confused with the fence of caution. <laughs> Title number four, The Flight Lights. So both plural, The Flight's Lights. Yeah, so it's okay. it's yeah, so it's F-L-I-G-H-T apostrophe S, Lights. Oh, okay. So it's the lights, so the lights that belong to the to flights. The yeah. I think that's okay. the first time it's given us two words that rhyme, isn't it? Yeah. It's learning. Title number five, The Woman of the Consort. The Woman of the Consort. Yes. And then it wouldn't be a plot device list of titles without at least one broken one. And title number six, Gift in the Captive. Gift in the Captive. Gift in the Captive. Okay. So let's go over those again then, shall we? So we yep. have The Lost Slaves. So it's just Lost Slaves. Uh, the Silent Game. Yep. Gate of Danger. Yep. The Flights Lights. Yep. The Woman of the Consort. Yep. And Gift in the Captive. Gift in the Captive. Okay, I mean, normally I find on each week that one kind of calls to me. Yeah. But this time I'm a little bit more unsure. I, I feel I like it's, it's almost go. like these ones really, really fit. Like there's so much you could do with each different one. So yeah, this one's going to be a tricky one to immediately pick one and work with. Indeed. Oh, Jack. Jack, Jack I think your phone's ringing. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, bloody hell. Well, let me just let me just get this real quick and then we can move on. Okay. Okay, cool. Whacking it on speakerphone now. Hiya. Hello there, Jack. Oh, he- hello there. Who's this? It's Robert, your executive producer. Oh, hi, Robert. How did I mistake those dulcet tones? I know. It's not like this is the first time we've ever spoken, is it, Jack? Just a very quick one from me. So, as I'm sure you know, uh, as well as running a very successful film studio, I also produce ASMR films. You know that, don't you? Yes, I do, yeah. Well, today is your lucky day, Jack, because I hear you're making a crime film. Is that right? I am making a crime film. You're very well informed. Great. Well, this is the perfect time to tell you that I'm looking to marry my two workloads together and make an ASMR crime film, and I think you're the man to do that, Jack. Do you think you can do that? Are you sure there's no-one else? Absolutely no-one on this planet. Okay, okay. So, can you elaborate for me? When you say an ASMR crime film, what, what exactly does that entail? So... Very, very gentle speaking. It's a little more than a whisper, essentially. Um, no alarming, loud noises. Just a, 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 a sound that, you know, is is pleasing and gives you a sensation that relaxes you and, and soothes you and, and, and does lots of nice things to the senses. Do with that information what you will. OK, OK, so no loud noises whatsoever. If you must use violence, for example, then just be very delicate about it, OK? OK, Robert, OK. Um, I'll, I'll really endeavour to do my best for you, mate. OK, well, thank you very much, Jack. I'll let you go now. OK, speak to you soon. All right then, Jack. OK, bye-bye now. You creepy fuck. God, he's weird, isn't he? Yeah, God, what a character. It's going to be tricky, isn't it? It is going to be tricky. 
it's it's thrown even more uncertainty in what was an uncertain week for me. So I'm glad I haven't got anything like that. You know, no, no. Luckily, my phone's on silent. So you know. Oh, Matt, is is sounds like a phone's ring, but it's was it your landline? I suppose it must be my landline if my phone's on silent. Good observation, Jack. Hello. Hi, yeah, it's me, David Beckham. <laughs> Hey up, Bex, you're right, mate. Yeah, I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. How can I help you, mate? I uh, just wanted to call up and let you know that basically I've struck this new deal with um, Derby County Football Club, and basically. Sorry, uh, we... sorry, David. I think I can't. I think the phone's breaking up. I'm gonna. I, I can't hear you. No, I think I don't I'm think going through is. a tunnel. I'm. I've. I... Yeah, I'm just gonna hang up there. I don't think. It, I don't think. Well, I'm still here. Even you can't be. I've. I've hung. Still... I've hung the phone up. You, I've. I've pulled it out as that sound effect you just heard uh, demonstrates. I've open, I've ripped the landline from open the wall. Open the door, then, Matt. Open the door. No. Nope. <sighs> Hi, uh, yeah, yes, it's me. David. Sorry, um, yeah, your that girlfriend let me in. Oh, of course you did, right? Uh, so yeah, basically, what what you're going to need to do is um, this film is going to be a large endorsement for Derby County Football Club. We want to incorporate somewhere in the ep- in the um, in the trailer. Uh, a match of Derby County versus Nottingham Forest Football Club, uh, where they win Please at least three nil. Please don't do this. Wait, wait, where who wins three uh, nil? Dar- oh, Derby County, obviously. Oh, shit, I yeah, yeah. Have Dar- Derby County win three nil, and yeah, I-, I want you to kind of drop as many uh, as many pro Derby County features as you can into the movie. Is that all right, mate? It's really you know that. You know that I'm I'm Forest till I die, Bex. You know that this is really tricky, and you know that and you know that Derby County are you know under heavy scrutiny at the moment because of breaches of financial fair play. They might be docked twelve points in the upcoming season. I actually don't to... know that because I, I've barely researched any of it. But do you would you not have more interest in me promoting your own football club uh, into Miami, David? No, I'm actually I'm actually moving to Derby. Unfortunately, oh, yeah, I uh, I've sold up all of my um, globe trotting mansions, and I've given up all the perfume brands and everything, and I've just decided to move into a you know a, a small flat in Derby, just up the road from the stadium. So yeah, okay, okay. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to be happy, Bex. I'm I'm not. I'm really not happy. Oh come on, Matt, turn that frown upside down. I'd I'd like you to leave now, David. All right, well, let me just give you a hug before I go. No, no. Oh, you s- smell so nice. Okay. All right, that, right this, this has been great. Um, all right, thanks for letting me in as well, by yeah, the way. Yeah, that's all right. Um, right, see you I'll, later. I'll, I'll see you guys soon. Come okay. on, Vic. Oh, oh, Vic, I didn't know Victoria was here. Hey, Don't, uh, oh. No, she's no. she's busy. Don't talk to her. Okay, right. We'll see you later anyway. Yeah, we'll see, see ya. Goodbye, mate. Yep. Nice, nice to see you. That, that is... That is Eventful. I don't. I, I don't want to do this podcast anymore. Oh no! Oh no! It's finally anymore. broken him. It's broken me. It took on episode it took, four. It took David Beckham turning up to to break him. I knew Wayne Rooney signing for Derby County would only bring trouble, and trouble it has rained upon me. So I suppose we'd better better go and get on with our our tasks then. There's trouble yeah, in the suppose. water this week. Yeah. Right. Well. I'm excited to see what you've got to say. Let's let's uh, let's head off.
get our magnificent trailers put together. Yep. And with the power of editing, we'll see you in just a few seconds with some delightful trailers. Yeah, see you in a bit. I'm going to put sad music here instead of the usual jolly stuff. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to episode four of Mockbusters. How did you get on, Matt? I had to do things for my trailer that I am ashamed of. I am I'm livid. I am oh distraught with the things I had to do. I'm probably going to get disowned by my family, my friends. I've, I've had to sacrifice a great deal in if the anything, name of this bloody trailer. anything, that makes me a lot trailer. more excited to hear, to hear your trailer this week. And on that cheerful note, I suppose we'd better say hello to our guest judge this week. The judge on episode number four is Swansea's greatest export and a very good friend of ours, Mr. Sean Martin. How are you doing, Sean? Oh, thank you. That's that's me. Hello there. Sean, Matt and I lived together for three years? Three years with Matt, four years with Jack. We we all lived together for a very long time. That's how we know each other and we also studied at again East Fifteen together. We've 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 got four from four East Fifteeners. Oh only allowed East Fifteen guest judges. Apart yeah, from yeah, Siri, yeah. Siri and McKellen, of course, when he comes in. Oh, of at course, yeah, 69. he's he's coming on in a couple of episodes. Yeah, we're just exchanging a couple of things, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, just finalising that one. Before the break, we ran our plot device to get a random genre and six random film titles. Now, Sean, are you ready to hear what we were given? Uh, I'm I'm nervous, but yes, excited. Nervous. That, that's the way the way it should be. A nervous excitement. So the genre that we were given by the plot dice before the break was crime. Crime. <laughs> how how do you feel about that, Sean? I got a slight L.A. noir sort of vibe at the beginning, but then okay. I went straight down the mafia route. You're leaning more towards gangsters, then. Um, that's that's my. It's either that or it's going to be serial killers. I reckon. I'm excited Fair though. Enough. Okay. Fair enough. Well, as well as the genre of crime, of course, we had six titles to choose from. Would you like to know what we had, Sean? No. That's the second time in a row that's happened. So, yeah, we'll, we'll call it there. We really should just stop asking that question. Yeah, in that case, I'm taking your control back there, Sean, and I'm saying the titles we had were, number one, Lost Slaves. That's Lost Slaves. <laughs> Where have they gone? That's exactly the problem. Number two, The Silent Game. Silent game. Oh, I was hoping you were going to stay silent as well then. <laughs> oh, yeah, I suppose I should have done that. And number three, Gate of Danger. <laughs> I really That's... hope you both got the Gate of Danger. <laughs> <laughs> Title number four, The Flight's Light. The Flight's Light? Or yeah, the flight's so that's light. So that's F L I G H T apostrophe S. Lights. So it's the lights that belong to the flights, basically. Title number five, The Woman of the Consort. And then finally, title number six, Gift in the Captive. Now, I noticed you, you had a bit of a reaction to Gate of Danger, Sean. Is, is it fair to say that, that you're, you're feeling a particular magnetism towards that one? 
All I'm saying is I would have definitely gone for Gate of Danger. <laughs> Though I almost changed it when I thought that last one was going to be Gift in the Captain and not Gift in the Captive. Ah, <laughs> Gift in the Captain. Someone <laughs> someone has given the Captain a gift, but they've shoved it right <laughs> off him. So out of interest, Sean, you know you're saying Gate of Danger. What, what, what would you have envisioned with a Gate of Danger? It's just a Gate of Danger written on it, isn't it? self-explanatory really come on very good don't go near that gate johnny why not it's dangerous (laughs) (laughs) right well sean well we thought we were just making a crime film with one of these six titles but then unexpectedly we both got calls from our executive producers so jack your executive producer what was his name robert what what was it he wanted you to do uh yeah robert creepy old fuck um called me up and Basically, he is big in the world of ASMR. So he basically tasked me with that I have to make a crime film that's entirely in the style of ASMR. <laughs> I Obviously, I know what I've created here. Until I play it in front of people, I don't know, frankly, whether I should be ashamed of it or, <laughs> or, or how to feel about it, really. Well, but, I'd imagine but, the only way we can properly test this is if when we play your trailer... Uh, we both get ourselves comfortable as if we're trying to get to sleep. Yeah, I mean, if you're judging it by that barometer, you may be disappointed, I'm afraid. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and Matt, you also had a call from a bit of a celebrity as well, I believe. Yeah, Golden Boot winner David Beckham. I was not at all happy with what seemed to be a very specific, offensive, horrible request. Basically, I can't even say it. It is, yeah, I can't, it's, it's gutting, really, isn't it? I can't, David, I can't believe David Beckham asked me to make a crime film glorifying Derby County Football Club. <laughs> um, the, it, so it was this specific. It had to really, really make them look good. Obviously, his friend Wayne Rooney is now the captain of Derby County, so I guess he's pulling a solid there. There had to be a match where Derby County beat Nottingham Forest 3-0, and so I had to <laughs> implement that. It's like real life then, isn't it? No, not really, because Derby County haven't beat Nottingham Forest since uh, 2017. Well, at least, you know, the people of Derby County can look forward to breaking that spell here tonight. Can't they? Yeah, yeah, they sure can. <laughs> Lovely stuff. So, Sean, having heard mm-hmm. both of those things, which of those two trailers do you want to hear first? I'm going to flip this spherical rock. No, this this rock instead. So if it lands on the smooth side... With the rough side up, then Jack's going to go. And if it lands on the rough side and the smooth side up, then Matt's going to go. So I'm okay. the smooth guy. That's, is that what you're saying? I'm smooth. You're, okay, we're swapping. Jack's the smooth side no! and Matt is the rough side, just for that comment. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be Jack first. Mr. Okay. Smooth. Jack, have you ever been referred to as Mr. Smooth before? Uh, no. No, <laughs> I haven't. That's, that's a first for me. So without further ado, here is my crime film take it away this life it's a game now you can either cut yourself off from it or you can let that river flow the way i see it you should always write your own story Do what you do. Take what you want. Now 
when I heard that the Hush Peep Library was gonna be playing host to the Serenity Diamonds, well, I started questioning my morals. Just one small problem, though. You make one noise inside that place, you got yourself a hundred librarians coming down on you like a hawk. But I had it all figured out. I had to pay some old friends a visit. Get the old gang back together. Cause you know, they always say, the quiet mind is richer than a crown. We needed a team of silent experts. First up, we needed to get in and out. Quiet. Enter Annabelle Malloy, the best electric swagway driver you've ever seen. Sure, I can get you in. Mm-hmm. For a price. Next up, we needed someone to get us past those librarians. Meet hypnotist Valerie Spoons. You've seen someone open a book with crisp dust on their fingers in the fiction section. Oh my god, no! Then we needed some muscle. Ready to thump a nerd if things went wrong. Meet Bastard O'Callaghan. Excuse me, you're not supposed to be in here. Sorry, I was just returning a book to your fucking face. Last but not least, we need an ASMR explosion expert. Fresh out of a Cuban prison, Rico Hernandez. Let's get this baby open. Not even the cucarachas will survive this one, compadre. And then, of course, there's me. The brains behind the operation. You can call me Keith. Now, it's time to blow this joint. Take it away, Rico. Brace yourselves, amigos. Boom. Boom. Explosion. Kabam. Kabim. Explosion sounds, yes. The silent game. Let's play. So that's the silent game. Very good. I feel like I need to take a shower after listening to that. <laughs> it was really uncomfortable to make as well. I'm not not going to lie. Yeah, I, I I spent so long just breathing into into a mic from a very close distance, and I don't know what people get out of ASMR. To be honest, I was thoroughly well. aroused. <laughs> Jesus. Who, uh, which character aroused you? It was definitely Bastard O'Callaghan. Bastard O'Callaghan, yeah. We've actually got Jason Statham lined up. For Bastard O'Callaghan? Bastard O'Callaghan, yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to query something, really, Jack. Um, obviously, I'm totally unfamiliar to working on set uh, of an ASMR film. What, what are the conditions you have to work with? Is there, like, is there someone that's taking... Uh, sound measurements and you can't go above certain decibel level um how does it work well so basically we we had a uh, a team of mic experts basically just sort of ramming mics in my face all the fucking time right sure the role of keith was written with matthew mcconaughey in mind of course and he he really struggled with the conditions having a mic really up close to you people constantly telling you to shut the fuck up right sure because you're being too loud breathing too loud eating too loud you know, whatever. It is a really difficult thing to manage. But sure. under those conditions, 
some real magic does happen, and I feel like we have captured the best that we we could have done. Jack, to be honest. I, I heard that in preparation for making the film, you listened to what was it, three hundred hours of ASMR? Could you tell us a bit about that? It was a dark time. I I describe it as a pit of my own mind. You know, almost. The same approach that a method actor would take. I just sat in a sure. room and immersed myself in chewing sounds. I had to spend six hours while an overweight man breathed into mm-hmm. the microphone, and I had that sure. directly in in my ear for a long time. And and for a while, I I started to believe that I I was that man. It well, was it was hard. Yeah. Um, it, it was a hard time. Uh, I I've got a couple of well. First of all, these librarians they're described as hawky. Oh well, yeah. I'm, they'll they'll descend on you like hawks. Yeah. 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 So do they? So I assume they just turn into hawks in the in the film. Then so you've got what is this CGI you've used with the ASMR and stuff like that? Or yes, very 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 well spotted there. Um, yeah. The 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 use of the word hawk is is imperative to the it's, entire plot it's, of the it film. It stuck out to me, and uh, that's all I thought about throughout the entire thing. And of course, Tony Hawk makes a cameo as well, doesn't he? <laughs> He does, yeah. He's um, he's one of the head librarians. Their sort of ranking system is um, uh, you get a a better and better skateboard the higher ranked librarian you sure. are. So obviously Tony Hawk has the best. I've got another question uh, regarding the swagway. What's a swagway? A swagway is a groundbreaking electric transport mechanism uh, that is used by Annabelle Malone. Or something. Uh, Annabelle, uh, Annabelle uses a swagway to quickly and quietly transport the the heist team into the library and smuggle them out again. You know, without a sound. Sure. Were they not famously made illegal? They were made illegal. But you're forgetting that this entire thing is a crime <laughs> film. Ah, <laughs> oh, fair enough. Uh, so enough. that is one of the many crimes that features sure. throughout well, the he's, film. Well, he's got you there. He's, you've got me there. Um, I just want to backtrack something you said about your preparation, going method with it. Obviously, you spent all those hours in prep. So can you tell us, what does ASMR stand for? Um, it stands for um, Audible Sounds... Uh, relaxing me it's audible sounds relaxing me yes yes, um, but actually a funny story about the origins of the word ASMR it was actually transcribed wrong in the initial time that it was printed in a textbook so it should actually be ASRM but you know it's been transcribed and just stuck for habit's sake as ASMR so it's not autonomous sensory meridian response no it isn't Oh, before you learn something new every day. Whose hair were you cutting at the start? Because um, obviously it's a- ASMR and um, throughout the entire film you created every sound uh, yourself mm. in the booth. You didn't recycle anything from previous films. So who actually had the, the haircut at the start with the scissors? Um, it was Matthew McConaughey trimming his arm hairs. Um, the arm know, hairs? Yeah, I don't know if you if you remember from, from any oh, other yeah. film you've yeah, seen yeah. with him in. He does have exceptionally hairy arms. It requires specialist scissors to get through because it's very coarse. They're closer to garden shears. <laughs> uh, also, I just wanted to say that there was there was a line in there that I that really stuck out with me and I thought it was very good. It was, um, a quiet mind is richer than a crown. Well, I'll tell you what I did there, is I googled quotes about quiet... 
and I nicked <laughs> and I nicked one. <laughs> what great so, writing you've got! Yeah, I I, I nicked one. I nicked Some one. would say that's plagiarism, wouldn't they, Jack? Some might. Uh, I would say it's creative borrowing. Now, would you say that, or would someone else say that, and you just Googled it? <laughs> um, no comment. Well, thank you for allowing us to listen to that trailer. I very much enjoyed it. Um, thank you very much. The prosecution rests. Super exciting stuff now. We're going to hear his masterpiece of a trailer set by David Beckham. I just want to stress how much of a personal affliction this is for me. How many sacrifices <laughs> I had to make to bring this to you. So I hope that it's bloody worth it. Let's hope <laughs> your professionality has passed through it. Fingers crossed. Here we go. It's the most heated football rivalry in the UK. Nottingham Forest versus Derby County. And Jaden Bogle puts Derby 1-0 up. Matty Cash is in floods of tears, realising he is a much inferior right-back. He wishes he'd signed for Sheffield United. The East Midlands Derby. El Clofico. Rooney makes it 2-0 with a magnificent run where he single-handedly sent Forrest's defence to the shops and smashes it in the back of the net. Joe Worrell has left the pitch to sign for Burnley. The winner gets three points, local bragging rights, but above all, the Brian Clough Trophy. And that's 3-0. Super Tommy Lawrence, who was definitely not at fault for causing the end of Richard Keogh's derby career due to a drink-driving incident, has smashed it in. He manages to break Jack Colback in half and hit the ball so hard it ripped through the net and demolished the Trent End stand. History was made. Uh, I'm, of course, deeply ashamed of Nottingham Forest today. Um, I cannot stop crying. Um, my wife has left me for Philip Koku. Um, I've decided to quit football. But something happened that even the mighty Derby County couldn't have seen coming. It's the Brian Clough Trophy. It's gone. You fucking what? This must be the work of Forrest. This is shithousery gone too far. They're not so fast. Listen to this. Hello, Derby County. I hope you're happy with your win today. All these years, you two have been quibbling over this magnificent prize. But you did one thing wrong. You never invited Leicester City to the party. We won the Premier League. Why does nobody outside of the city give a shit about us? Why aren't we local rivals? Well, now I have your precious trophy. And we'll do a massive shit in it. Sincerely, the consorts. What the fuck is the consort? Wayne Rooney's Derby County get down to business. Right, Chris Martin's boss are breaking defences down, so you get down to decoding that message, yeah? I've already done it, Captain. You're not going to believe this. It's a woman. We traced the recording to an IP address and we determined that it's an account holder at BT Broadband. It's Rebecca Vardy's account. Oh, not this shit again. We found their base. They were on Gary Lineker Way in Leicester. Rams, assemble. Action. If you want to get to the consort, you've got to go through me. Fuck off. Drama. Hey, Wayne, you can't just keep slide-tackling your problems away. Romance. Hey, Wayne, how comes everyone keeps calling you fat granny shagger? Oh, I don't believe that, Colleen. You know I love you, and I'll break the legs of anyone that says otherwise. Yeah, well, my mum don't like you. I've never liked you. Derby County Football Club will face challenges like they've never faced before. Hi there, Wayne. It's Gary Lineker. Well done for getting this far, but I can't let you get to the woman. Ah, go and shag some crisps, Gary, lad. The stakes are high. Even a possible 12-point deduction can't stop them from reaching the woman of the consort. Wow. 
Wow. Well, well done for not uh, not actually doubling back on yourself and putting some Nottingham propaganda in there. You did keep it straight down the line of yeah, I was, Nottingham I was, I was shit. very quick to kill them off, just get them out of the picture. You know. Well, you, yeah, you kept it true to life, didn't you? Yes, yes, I, I kept it true to life in this theoretical situation. This is exactly how it would play out. But I, I enjoyed it. I didn't get a lot of the references because I know too much about football, obviously. Of course, of yeah. course. What a what a rip roaring adventure, though. I mean, what what a caper. We, yeah. You've got you've so many uh, so many different things going on. You got you got thievery, shitting in trophies. <laughs> uh, I do also Amazing. like the fact that. Rooney sly tackles everyone that he would like to hurt. That wasn't even scripted. Um, in, in the script, we had him kind of doing this really cool roundhouse kick, but he's just so good at breaking legs via his crazy slide tackles that we just had to keep it in. I, I did I did hear about the, the big the fight scene in, what is it, the third quarter of the film? Yes. Um, where there was a huge fight scene, but Wayne Rooney just sacked off all the choreography and just slide-tackled all 50 assailants. Yeah, and, uh, and it, it worked so much better. I heard about the, the trouble that you had about shooting one scene and whether it's going to make it into the film or if uh-huh. you're going to have to just put out a director's cut. Yep. But um, how was the scene while shooting Gary Lineker fucking some crisps? Well, you know, the, we got walkers on the phone and they were like, well, no publicity is bad publicity. You know, Gary Lineker was well up for it because walkers were up for it. So Yeah, and, and so he used cheese and onion and prawn cocktail. Yeah, those were the the, the most arousing flavours for him. He chose so, yeah. them specifically. Yeah, because yeah? we tried salt okay. and vinegar and that did not go well. That did not go well <laughs> at all. As a result, though, is it not true that a new flavour was created to promote the film based on... <laughs> Based on events. Yes. Um, cheese and salt. <laughs> Gary cheese. Yeah, Gary cheese and salt. Yeah, <laughs> so you can look forward to seeing that in most major supermarkets very soon. I've got another question. Obviously, it's uh-huh. more leaning towards just I need a bit of information to sure, understand. Sure, sure. Um, around the football side, who are Nottingham Forest? Well, of course, as a Swansea supporter, I- I'm sure that you would be unfamiliar with a success story such as Nottingham Forest. Uh, <laughs> two-time European Championship winners under the reign of Brian Clough, whose trophy is, of course, stolen in the film. I see. So is the, is the, the, the trophy is, is a, a marble bust of Brian Clough? So in, in the fictionalised, in, in, in the film it is, yeah, because we couldn't actually get the real Brian Clough trophy. It's far too precious. So we just kind of made our own. Uh, but yeah, this one, it is, it's a marble bust of Brian Clough. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Very exciting. Yeah. And, and I'm surprised, Jack, that Jason Statham didn't tell you about this because you, you, I think you missed his, his cameo in the film, didn't you? As one of, the, one of the members of the consort that Wayne Rooney slide tackles. Was that him? That was wow, him. the CGI yeah, well, was fantastic. I know. Well, obviously, he's such a diverse actor, you know, with such range that, you know, he's basically a chameleon, isn't he? Yeah. And I mean, you, you had CGI'd him into an old woman as well. So I, we had, completely... we had, that was, that was his request. It's more so he, because he dressed as he, he normally would suit and everything, but he, there's a little known fact about Jason Statham. He absolutely loves ladies' shoes. Absolutely loves wearing them. He wow. can't do a fight scene without wearing them. They just give him that, that extra kick he needs, if you pardon the pun. Mm. So most most films CGI men's shoes on, on him, whereas we did the opposite. We left the shoes in and CGI'd everything else. Hashtag free the shoe. Hashtag free the shoe, yeah. Wow, I mean, I've, I, it's certainly been educational as well. I, Good, I've learned I'm a glad. Lot, a lot that I didn't know about Good. Nottingham yeah. Forest and Derby County. 
What I did know, of course, going into it, is that they would suffer a, a crushing 3-0 victory. Um, yeah. Do, do you want to talk to me a bit about the, um, the events of that game? So it starts off, Tom Lawrence, immediately from kickoff, goes for a goal, but purposely misses, basically to send shockwaves down Nottingham Forest's spines. After a short while, the first goal is scored by, of, of course, Jaden Bogle, who is Derby County's right back. At which point, Matty Cash, who is Nottingham Forest right back, uh, immediately starts crying, having desperately wished that he'd signed for Sheffield United during yeah, the transfer right, window. He's the inf- inferior right back, is that correct? Yeah, he's he in yeah in the film he is the inferior right back. Yeah, <laughs> Wayne Rooney scores a, a goal after that. At which point, Joe Worrell immediately leaves the pitch to go and sign for Burnley. Then Tom Lawrence scores. He scores a goal. It's it's hit so far, it's so hard, it rips through the back of the net and hits the Trent End stand at the Nottingham Forest City ground and it demolishes it. It just comes crumbling down. After this, uh, you don't see this in the film, but um, all the Forest players kill each other. They, they murder each other. Oh, God. Because they're just so humiliated. They just can't cut a break, can they? They just can't cut a break. And Sabri Lamushi, Nottingham Forest manager, you heard him speak in the trailer. He realises his wife has left him at half-time for Derby County's manager, Philip Koku. And he decides, you know, he doesn't want to be part of football anymore. So he, he quits football. And then Nottingham Forest go bankrupt and, and cease to exist. What a tragic tale. It's horrible. Uh, a lot of that I'd I'd missed, so I'm I'm glad we recapped it very slowly and in gruesome <laughs> detail. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy to have gone through that again. Have you got any more questions, Sean? Or no, I, th- I think I think I've heard I think I've heard enough. Okay, okay, very Thank good, you. very good. So I suppose we should go on to the final part of the podcast, which is the pitch fight, where both Matt and I will get thirty seconds to try and swing you onto our side, Sean. So thirty seconds uninterrupted. Who would you like to hear first? Uh, we'll go in order as we did before, just to make it fair, even Stevens. Okay, so I'll go first. It only seems fitting that I deliver that I deliver my pitch fight in ASMR. So I'm gonna get a uh, nice and close here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thirty seconds, starting. Three, two, one. It's really important that you choose my film. Because it's gonna, it's gonna relax you. It's gonna be a really important audio experience for everyone involved in the film. <laughs> and uh, I, I really do think you just, you need to take a second and appreciate the merit that my film gave. The rip roaring adventure. I've used rip roaring too many times, where it stopped sounding like a, a description anymore. And that's my time up. Thank you for that, Jack. Okay. Matthew. Three, two, one. Personal sacrifice is the key to some of the best films ever made. I sacrificed my dignity, my pride, my family relations, uh, my membership of the London Trickies Nottingham Forest Away Supporters Group for the making of this film. It's got bribery, it's got thievery, it's got heists, it's got drama, twists, turns, you name it, it's got it in it. It is everything you want from a crime film, and you'd be criminal not to see it. Time. Had you had you written that beforehand? No, came to me. That's very good. Thank you. So you've heard both our pitches. You've heard both our trailers. Are you ready to deliver your verdict, Sean? I believe so. Jack's the silent game. I very much enjoyed the trailer. I felt like he stuck to the to the genre very well of crime. He um, 
the idea was sound and the producer's crest was implemented throughout. Matthew had the woman of the consort and he did have some deep sacrifice to make this film. He definitely put some blood, sweat and tears into it and, uh, and it really shows uh, the only fair way I can do this is through something I was taught in the acting world. We can't judge our creations too harshly. And for that, I'm going to have to let Matthew run away with the trailer trash because he's not proud of the film that he's created because of his personal views. You should be proud of it, Matthew. It was very good. And I'm going to have to award Jack with the Mockbuster. I'm very conflicted here about whether I should be celebrating purely on the, on the devastation. Because I, th- I think, Matt, you're, you're clearly quite conflicted as well. Because do, do you want to win? Did you want to win with that film? How, how oh, are fuck you? no. I hope this film never sees the light of day. <laughs> I can now take this opportunity to say, fuck Derby County! Ah, help the shagging reds, you wankers! Ah! <laughs> so justice, justice has been done. Yeah. And, uh, and I'll take the L. I'll take and, the L. And Derby happily. County's uh, moment in the sun has been relegated to to the, the trailer trash bins. And hopefully League One football joke. Thank you. smile on his face. Thank you, thank you very much for that, uh, for that show of appreciation for the ASMR film. I, again, won't be delving back into the world of ASMR unless I have to. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sean. You've been a pleasure. No problem. Got anything you want to plug? At Sean27Martin or Sospan underscore Vach. Matt, do you want to do our socials? Yes. So, if you would be so kind, you can follow us on the social media, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. I believe we are at MockbustersPod. And if you've got any feedback for us, if you've got any suggestions, anything whatsoever, or as we said last week, if you've got any suggestions on film titles you think are quite funny, then please drop us an email, MockbustersPodcast at gmail.com. That's right. And don't forget, if you enjoyed the podcast, it really helps us out like you wouldn't believe to give us a five star rating on iTunes, uh, Spotify, any of those podcast forums and to subscribe and share with your friends if you think they'll like it as well. I think that wraps up with everything that we needed to do today. Commiserations, Matt, on having to create that. I hate Derby County. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I suppose the, the only way to go out correctly is is uh, goodbye and we hate derby county we hate derby county yeah <laughs>